0: It's happened. Let's go. Let's go, dude. I'm. Yes, I got my lip shit on. (laughs) They cracked. cracked I am so fucking stoked. This is like uh,
1: Monahan.
0: What is you doing, (laughs) dude? The the amount of discourse on social media right now is absolutely insane. Everybody walking back their takes. Um. So I just watched if if anybody. Didn't see it. Uh, Jay Monahan and the head of the PIF, I can't, I don't want to try to pronounce his name and just butcher it. They did an interview with CNBC this morning, or yeah, I think it was CNBC, and uh, kind of broke it completely. And uh, it is just absolutely like there's so much to unpack. We could talk about it for hours and hours because uh, there's so many different sides to this, but. Basically, this was just new knowledge to everybody, like PJ Tour guys are just now learning about this. There was even Greg Norman, I guess, just got the call uh, pretty recently, like either early today or, or late yesterday. So this kind of sounds like it was pretty much thrown together last minute. And uh, I don't even know what direction to go in first, but I I think the first direction is like, What uh, what this means for golf in general, because that's really like what we're stoked about. Like this is going to create the best golf uh, platform in the world, and it's going to combine all the best players. We're not going to have to worry about all the guys on live, uh, you know, not being able to play in anything if they're going to be able to get world ranking points. Uh, This ends all litigation between. All the tours, so there's no more uh, no more lawsuits, anything like that. I even read that um, the the PGA Tour agreed to this partially because they didn't want their 501c in question in a in a court of law, um, which basically means their quote unquote nonprofit to be uh, put in a question in in the court, which makes complete sense. I mean, because we know that this has been kind of bullshit now for years and Jay Monahan, that'd be like saying the NBA is a nonprofit or saying the, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's wild to even say that the PJ tour is indeed a nonprofit when Jay Monahan is making like $45 million a year. Um, I mean, and I get how a nonprofit works. You can still pay your employees and be considered a nonprofit, but overall what it sounds like is happening is, uh, the the tours are all combining forces. They're creating a new LLC, uh, which is a for-profit LLC. And I think when Jay Monahan realized that uh, he'd kind of be in on the ground floor of a for-profit LLC for the biggest golf tour in the world, the single, you know, entity that will control pretty much all of the world's golf combining the DP world tour, the PGA tour and the live tour. He was like seeing, you know, seeing dollar signs and pretty much ready at that point to, uh, just sign wherever he needed to sign. But it is, uh, it it just blows my fucking mind, dude. Like I, nobody saw this coming. Like even PGA tour guys, like Mark Hubbard, dude from Colorado, I saw him tweet. He's like, everybody stopped blowing on my phone. I get my info just like everybody else on Twitter and text chains. Like nobody had no PGA tour had player had any clue. Um, I'm even seeing now like here, you need to steer me in some sort of direction here. What should we talk about first? Cause there's so much shit that we can talk about. Like there's players that are talking about suing the PGA tour because they stayed with the PGA tour and now they're, they're not really getting rewarded for it. Like, what should we let's,
1: do here? Let's start with how, why we think this ultimately happened. And I have a theory that like, you know, you haven't heard Rory talk much about the PGA tour lately. There's been big players ducking the media lately when it comes to, you know, finishing a tournament and being like, Hey, I just really don't want to talk about this, whether that's sour grapes, cause they're not playing great, whatever that ends up being. But they, I, I think it was, it was at a breaking point. And, and, Monahan was like, "I can't lose any more of these big guys to this tour, or else we are are done." And we talked about this months ago. A, a few more guys jumped ship, and this shit was over for them. This shit was absolutely over for them. It was already getting close. Yeah, uh, with the with the amount of talent and everybody, you know, a guy a live guy just now winning uh, a major, like it was close to just being completely over for them in general. And now they decided to basically just fold essentially. This is what that it makes it look like this is going to be a giant superpower. And it is. It's going to be a golf has completely changed from this day forward, professional golf (laughs) at least. But how what do you think why do you think we got here? Why do you think they finally decided
0: to fold? Yeah, I think and we've talked about it on the pod before. I mean, if you look at all the the events that the PJ tour is running that are are non, you know, uh, not bigger events. Like the, this last week, the Memorial is a big, like, flagship, like, PJ Tour event. But if you look at some of the smaller events, they were just so weak that, like, I think everybody realized that the product was getting so diluted by all these players splitting off in different directions that they're like, how can we do this? And ultimately combine to make one tour where – every week there's a tournament that's going to be watched by millions of people at the best venues. You know, we're, we're basically, they're, they're creating the best product, which I, I see it almost as like an ABA NBA merger back in the day. And I don't really know hundred percent what that looked like, but it's like, why would you not looking back on it? Like it's crazy because we're sitting here today and there was no rumblings about this whatsoever. Like this is completely fucking new. Um Nathan saying Brandle must be curled up in a ball. Yes, he is uh he is in shambles right now. He is in shambles. Uh, Brandly shambles <laughs> Brandle in shambles. Uh he actually Brooks Kapka tweeted welfare check on Brandle today. Um so fucking everybody is dragging him, and that that is kind of that that's the discourse we're gonna see is I tweeted it earlier, all these people walking back their takes about, you know, how, how crooked the the live tour is and this and that. And it's like,
1: they're out here, rough. Michael
0: Jackson, Michael Jackson, moonwalking these takes back. Yeah. Like, oh, they, were, they have they to, were.
1: because now they're like, who the fuck am I employed by?
0: Yeah. So they, who's yeah. signing my checks? Is it the PIF? Like Brandel Shambly is going to and he's the kind of dude that will just bend knee to whoever he needs to. Like he he's pretty fucking weak when it comes to that, it seems like. So I, I think we will hear him just about face and completely change his tune. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the internet discourse on this is just fucking amazing. Like I've seen guys uh, just, like I said, say they're going to sue the PGA tour a lot of guys are saying that they had no record- they had they had no information about this, like you said Rory has said nothing about this. It almost seems like they jay Monahan and the head of the p i f just sat down kind of last night over some cocktails and and hammered this thing out with really any with no one else's I, well so i guess the the live tour guys said that he checked with all of his board to see if you know it was kosher with them. Uh, just to make sure they were they were good with it but um, it's just a brand new thing like just unbelievable.
1: Yeah and this poses the question now uh, I, this probably won't take place until next year the, the schedules are already put out but I, are they gonna still have the separate tours? and if so, if they're still structured the same way, what makes somebody even want to try to play on the PGA tour? unless the PGA tour becomes a bunch of the guys that are almost trying. The live has turned itself almost into the power tour where it's like, Hey, you get to play less for more money, almost like the designated events on the PGA tour. And guys don't have to struggle and fight through the, the, the grueling schedule of the PGA tour the entire time. You know, they, they can just end up playing on the live tour and having the, the cush schedule, less tournaments, less holes per
0: tournament. Like what do you think that looks like? Well, I almost think it looks like the ability for guys that are on the PGA Tour right now to go play in live tour events and I could I could be completely wrong about that. Like it I guess there there's just so much that could possibly come of this, but I see it as being like the live tour could be 48 of the best players like you have all the guys for all the best guys from the PGA Tour playing in live events and it kind of knocks off like, you know, the, the last 12, 12, 15 dudes in the live who, whose names you've never heard of. Um, so it, it sounds like the PGA tour could be taking some of the lives model or even having guys play in live tour events on like off weeks and then just kind of condensing the PGA tour into a schedule or they have the PGA tour, um, that week, but it's, you know, it's not all the biggest names and that's kind of almost a secondary tour that week. Like, it's just, I, I I really can't believe we're, we're having this discussion right now. I'm just so fucking excited to see what comes of it, but there's, there's just so many unanswered questions. Like they're leaving so much up to, um, you know, speculation right now.
1: Yeah. Well, and I just don't know how many people on the PGA Tour side knew about this. Like, did they Nobody. tell certain players? Like, or uh, freaking Jay Monahan's just kept this in his back pocket the whole time. And it'd be fun to trace back and maybe we'll go back and do this. Like, how long ago he was still, you know, and when he realized, yeah, when he realized that, yo, this is the only way to go. We have to go this way or else we are cooked completely. Well,
0: and I, I just think that it, the biggest thing that I think a lot of the PGA tour players are realizing is like, they've always said, it's in, in any sport, the NBA, the NFL, whatever, you got to do what's best for you. Cause the PGA tour, Jay Monahan can turn around, change his mind just like he did today. And you're left missing out on the the bag that Brooks Kepka got that Phil Mickelson got that all these guys got, and you have nothing to show for it, but your quote unquote pride and your, your morals, you know what I mean? And, you know, some guys at the end of the day are willing to give up money for that, but uh, an employer always has all the leverage, no single PGA tour employee, even Rory McElroy, you know, I'm sure he's vehemently against this. Um, nobody's really going to really agree with what they're doing, but they don't have a choice at this point. Like, so I think a lot of guys are, are full of regret this morning. And, um, you know, they all had an equal opportunity. Uh, and I think Jay Monahan going to be like that shitty boss that's like, well, you know, you were offered a better position. You didn't take it. And I appreciate your loyalty. But at the end of the day, we had to do what was best for us. So it's it's going to be a, a lot of like sour grapes with, I think, some of the guys that are missing out on a $50, 100000000 million contract, you know.
1: Yeah, well, and all these players, as it's coming out, found out, obviously, the same time we all did on social media. A couple of quotes from guys, uh, shocked and confused, disgusted. They didn't tell us anything. Do you think this is coming? A lot of people are saying that that's like a a Rory quote. And I'm honestly on the other side of the fence here. I thought Rory was the domino that was getting close to falling, going to the live tour to create this whole clusterfuck that happened. Like, that's where my mind goes. My mind goes to that Rory McIlroy was so ready to go and probably had uh, a bag. Like, he had Brooks Kepka's Phil Mickelson's, and Dustin Johnson's bag as one. Yeah, And and then they decided, you know, like, this is like some succession shit. Like, you don't know who's going to run the
0: next, like, we don't no, know what's it, going it, on. It is, dude. And actually, a lot of the, the memes that have come out or a lot of the tweets have been succession-based because it really – Kind of does feel like that, but I would assume if I had to guess what they were going to offer Rory to come over there, it was probably somewhere in the 350 to 500 million dollar range. And I mean, Rory already got that bag from Nike about 12 15 years ago, he got like two I want to say 250 million as a, uh, as a contract just to wear their clothing, like it was like a 10 year deal. Um, so I mean, Rory by no means is hurting for money, but neither was Phil Mickelson when he took it, neither was Dustin Johnson when he took it, neither was Brooks Koepka. Like, I mean, what at some point you can't be like, you can't turn that kind of money away, especially when, like you said, Rory was sick of, it seemed like was sick of being used as basically the PGA Tours, uh, whipping boy for lack of a better term and every week that you know then he he was put in the spotlight where when he didn't want to play the rbc heritage um he was immediately like dragged on twitter and i was the first one to drag him like he came out last year and said that oh if you you know if you don't want to play um this and that then you can Uh, you know, take a pay cut. You you don't belong on this tour whatever. And then Rory comes out and does the exact same thing. And it just put him in, in a bad position. Um, Exact. Saul just said, imagine thinking these leagues aren't in it for the money. Uh, 100% they are. And that's actually partially what they, yeah. Morals my ass. Exactly. Uh, That's partially what they discussed on the golf channel or the CNBC interview was this is ultimately like the PIF is going to be putting billions of dollars into this and they see it as a, as a for-profit tour. Like they're, they're going to be making money. And I see no problem with that because let's just call a spade a spade that the PGA tour has been hiding behind this 501 C nonprofit bullshit for how long now, like they, they make money, they make a bunch of fucking money. They randomly came up with hundreds of millions of dollars um for these elevated events all of a sudden you know that they had been stowing away god knows where uh so to say that the pga tour isn't in it for the money is absolutely ridiculous and uh yeah i think everyone's just the pga tour i think is finally like coming clean with their intentions like yeah we're here to make money and uh i i think all the players are going to benefit from it whether they like it or not the money's going to be bigger uh, the reach is going to be bigger it's it it's good for all the players i think uh like i said some of the guys are just regretting not jumping on board with LIV earlier cuz now they're they said that the LIV guys are going to have to pay a a fine to get their PGA tour card back and it's like oh what are they going fi- to fine brooks kepka like a million bucks 2 million bucks he got a 100 million dollar contract with LIV so they're the LIV guys are kind of having their cake and eating it too here
1: yeah and as you said, live. So live crawled so that the PGA Tour could walk, so that PIF could run, so that the golf world could run a marathon. Like that's where we've gotten now. 100%. And I I really think that p a lot of PGA a lot of professional golfers are going to end up ben- benefiting from this. Absolutely. So I think. I Do you think there's, you know, these shocked and disgusted quotes from these guys? Do you think that's just because they weren't told about this and they haven't had a chance to process before this all went down? Or, like, I I feel like if you look at it in a certain light, There's going to be a ton of players that end up benefiting from this in a general sense of they can play less events or they have less pressure on them to stay on a tour. You know, who knows what this all is going to look like in two years from now uh, as far as qualifying points. We know that, you know, now there's obviously going to be no litigation between the two parties and live golf and the PGA tour and the DP world tour. Um, But you just got to feel for the players that, you know, like you said, decided not to jump and take those, 24 spots on the live tour that are taken by guys that no one knows who they are. I mean, we watched so many guys out there in Tulsa two weeks ago that you're like, who is this guy? This guy is making more money than, you know, a top 10 player on the PGA tour this year. So I think they may, is that where the, the angst comes from, from them?
0: Yeah. I think the disgust and the, you know, all of those kinds of terms, I think it more comes from the, the PGA tours, general hypocrisy And Jay Monahan's general hypocrisy, like they've been, they they were basically sold a bill of goods. Like, you know, we're going to do this for the tour. We're steadfast and committing only to the PGA tour and to its players. We vehemently disagree with the, the live tour, all of this. And then they just turn around and completely change their tune. And really everyone's in the dark to it. So I think the disgust is more just coming from, the, the PGA Tour guys being completely in the dark to this, thinking that, you know, they were they were doing the right thing, quote unquote, and following what the PGA Tour basically has pushed them to do. And now they're they're not they, they're they basically on the other side of it, like the live tours are having their cake and eat it, eating it too. the PGA Tour players are left like they felt like they were hoodwinked, like they were bamboozled, you know what I mean? And, and rightfully so. They, they don't deserve to go through the shit, but that's why you it comes back to it. you got to do what's best in your best interest. Like all these guys on the live tour are the ones laughing now, holding the bag, coming back to the PGA Tour, playing in all the majors, uh, playing in the Ryder Cup, you know what I mean? And that's what's best for golf, but that's why these guys did what was best for them. And you can't really blame anybody now.
1: Yeah, exactly. So if you guys are just now tuning in or just now hearing the news, uh, Live PGA Tour, and the DP World Tour are all coming together under one umbrella. Uh, a couple quotes here from Jay Monahan: After two years of disruption and distraction, this is a historic day for the game we all know and love. The transformational... Partnership recognizes the immeasurable strength of the PGA Tours history, legacy, and pro competitive model and combines it with the DP World Tour and Live, including the team golf concept to create an organization that will benefit golf's players, commercial and charitable partners and fans. Going forward, fans can be confident that we collectively will deliver the promise we've always made to promote competition of the best professional golf, and we are committed to securing the game and driving the game's future. It's just, like, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, here, uh, we, we've got I'm a comment more. here from Dan. Sorry I'm late, but do you think there's going to be some animosity between live guys and PGA Tour guys once the merge goes through and they start playing together again? I think – what do you, you want to you touch on this? I personally think it's just, like, a major. Right? These guys are still friends. Um, they, I'm trying to relate it to something of the fact of, like, the PGA Tour guys are just, like – they can almost thank them for that but it, it this there's levels to this shit there's there's okay you got guys that stayed like the Rorys like the John Roms, like the Scotty Schefflers that are doing just fine in terms of winning they're not worried about keeping their PGA tour card you know i think there's different levels to the animosity that players will have now guys like um let's see who's ranked let's go do you know, to, do you know gonna... who i
0: bet do you know who i bet wishes he went to live now is kevin kisner that dude is probably seething pissed because he's had a horrible year. He's driving the ball like complete dog shit and he has hardly made any money um, this year on the PGA Tour, but he's still a big recognizable name. I bet you Liv offered him somewhere in the 50 to $75 million range. Um, so guys like that, that just completely missed out when they had the chance. And that's why it looks like, you know, Brooks talking about if he was fully healthy, when he made the live decision, it would have been a little tougher. Um, He was the kind of dude that was like, you know, I don't know how much good golf I have left in me. You're doubting yourself from an injury. So you take the guaranteed money while you can get it based on, you know, past performance as opposed to prior or, you know, future performance. Um, So there's, there's going to be levels of animosity, like you said, throughout, but ultimately like, I think everybody benefits on some level or another. I think the guys that are getting the guys that are not benefiting are the guys that are going to get pushed off the live tour. Um, but they were going to get relegated anyways. So, you know, that's kind of six of one half does the other, like it's, it's going to happen eventually. So uh, I don't think they're going to be super stoked about it other than the money they've already gotten paid. But even like Joel Damon tweeted this morning as a joke, um, but I don't really know. We can kind of break it down. He goes, I, I grew up a, as a fan of the four aces. Maybe someday I can play um, on the four aces as a member of the PGA tour. They are like in a PGA tour event. And so like, <clears throat> excuse me, does the PGA tour adopt the team model now? Like does this become well, an one thing where everybody on the PGA tour is on a team?
1: Well, that's what it sounds like from Jay Monahan's quote when he says the uh, collectively deliver on the promise we always made um, were legacy and pro competitive model and combines it with the DP World Tour and live, including the team golf concept to create an organization that benefits golf players. And we talked about this when we went to the live event. The team concept is incredible. How much merch did the live event sell? Because yeah. of the because of the team concept, my Rippers GC Cam Smith hoodie's sitting right next to me right now. Like that right. shit's fire. My, r- shit's my fire
0: Rippers T shirt is in my laundry right now. That's why I didn't wear it. But yeah, I and the idea is for those of you who haven't heard about it, the live's idea around the tour or around the team um, team style format was to sell these teams like in F1, they sell them to private investment groups who own these teams, like, like the NFL. They're creating franchises, basically. So it's no longer owned by the tour. It's owned by these private equity groups, these big investors. And that's how they ultimately make money off of these teams. So they're basically just the the umbrella that puts on the events, that sets everything up. But the, the players are not owned by the tour anymore. They're owned by, you know, they're owned by equity partners, investors, yada, yada, yada. So I think the team, the team format, although it's a little different in golf, um, but it's, it, think about it. It's the same as car racing. Like I, ideally there's one guy driving the car and they have a team behind them just like a PJ tour player does. But I still think the team format itself is very cool. And you can win with a team. Like look at Pat Perez. He's, I mean, he's been the brunt of a lot of jokes on on social media for the last year since he joined Liv, but he's greatly benefited from his team playing well, and there's going to be plenty other guys like that that do the same thing where, you know, if they have a bad week and the team picks them up, they're still making money. So it's, uh, it is it is crazy just to see basically the PGA Tour bend the knee at this point, and, and that is – something that even I, this is how stoked I was. I called my girlfriend when this happened and I told her about it and she was like, so what does that mean? Like, who's going to be funding it? She goes, the, the, the PIF, and I'm not making this shit up. Cause it sounds like, you know, my four-year-old son told me, she goes, well, the, the Saudi Arabians have way more money. Like, are they going to be funding it? I'm like, well, no, like the PJ tours got all this money, yada, yada, yada. And then I read more into it. And it sounds exactly like that, that, the, the PIF is going to be the main investor putting billions and billions of dollars into this. And that is ultimately why the PGA tour is on board because they have the financial backing that they've quote unquote, never had before. Um, and they can really just blow the shit up. They can turn it into just a massive worldwide tour. We could see PGA tour events in Italy in you know, cause the, the, I think the the little brother that's getting missed out on here or not getting talked about as much is the DP world tour, because they were essentially about to die. Like they were getting phased out because all of the better players, all the good European players left for the live tour. Not, I mean, relatively, you know what I'm saying? There's still very good players over in Europe, but the DP world tour was like the biggest loser in all of this because they lost the most players. And then even the guys that didn't go to live, they want to get on the PGA tour because there's so much more money in the PJ tour rather than the DP world tour. So now we could see PJ tour live events combining with the DP world tour in Europe and in, uh, Switzerland and in, in Austria and Italy and England and all of Europe. And obviously it sounds, there's going to be events in the middle East, like there's going to be Dubai and, Saudi Arabia and all of that. But then just expanding like globally, I think it's there's going to be probably going to be PG tour events in Australia. There's going to be probably China, Japan, you name it. There's going to be like worldwide events there with all the best players in the world. Like, I don't know exactly how the logistics are going to work out and who's going to play in those um, because it's a lot of world travel. But overall, it just sounds like the coolest fucking concept you could come up with.
1: Dude, it's going to be incredible and it's funny you bring up Joel Damon because I was just looking up the FedEx Cup rankings right now and so as you know the, the top 50 players make it to the Tour champ- or top 7 top 50 players make it to the Tour Championship top 70 and ironically right now uh Joel Damon sits just outside of the top 70 that make it to the FedEx uh, St. Jude Championship in the playoffs this year. So a guy like that, Joel Damon, is not even able to make the, the second round of the FedEx Cup playoffs right now. And then you go up and look at the top 50 who make the BMW Championship, Tommy Fleetwood sitting there at 51. And a guy that's never won on the PGA Tour, uh, he could have probably gone to the Live Tour for a ton of money uh fleetwood's a huge name you know he's he's from england everybody loves him great hair great beard just a good looking dude i got a man crush on him but he's sitting there outside the top 50 on the pga tour thinking what the fuck was i doing all year trying to play in these events that now i can play in every major uh i I can't wait to see the schedule and and what comes out of it and uh, funny tweet I just uh, have got sent to me here. Uh, all right, guys. How much to live stream the player meeting at 4 p.m. today? Michael Kim. Uh, I'm kidding, but seriously. Oh, my
0: God. I uh,
1: Could you? Like, it literally is. This is. I'm going back to succession. I'm deep in that rut right now. This is like when Kendall walks into that company and says, you're all fired. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Because this meeting is going to have like 10 to 15 people that are like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. And then everybody else that's fucking around in the 30 to 100 range on the PGA Tour is like, where does this go for me?
0: Yeah. No, there's going to be a lot of guys kind of on the hot seat. Here's another name that will blow your mind. Get Just throw out a name. He's 75th in the FAX Cup rankings right now this year. Big name. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Justin Thomas. He is oh 75th. God. In the FedEx Cup ranking right now, he is on the outside looking in if the playoffs were to start today to get into the second round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And the dude is a massive golf name, like one of the the most featured players on uh, full swing, which is now. Can you imagine the full swing? Holy shit. We thought this season was great with the live PGA Tour situation what is that the next season's full swing as long as they're still recording it and haven't finished their season holy shit it's going to be must watch tv if it wasn't already um but yeah can you imagine what they offered justin thomas probably 150 200 million bucks at least 100 million if you know if that's what brooks was getting um it's fucking bananas like and i understand that the live can't play all these big pay all these big guys you know, a hundred million, whatever, but there's so many names out there that like, you look at the PGA tour now and you're, it just, since Liv has been doing what they're doing, the PGA tour just doesn't make any sense. Like Justin Thomas has been one of the biggest names in golf for the last six, seven years. He has a bad season and he is, it's, it's all based off, you know, future performance and there's no other sport in, professionals at least in professional sports here in America that runs that way that operates that way these guys get contracts based on past performance and that is really what live did and now the PGA tour is realizing like holy shit this is insane like if this guy gets injured if this guy gets and i'm sure they have you know behind the scenes compensation for injuries and things like that but it's not it's definitely not going to cover what they're used to making the 5 to 10 to 15 to 20 million dollars a year Um, so it it is just like almost bringing the PGA tour in the current day. And it's crazy that it had to come to this to really get there for the PGA tour. But I'm just so, so excited to see really what, what comes of all of this. And like, I, I can't tell you personally, when I saw the news, I was like a little kid at Christmas. I was like texting people. I was so fucking stoked because this means for us and like, I hate to say it, but I think we're on the right side of this because we weren't live truthers by any means, but we acknowledged it and we thought it was a real thing. And I mean, there was definitely some comments here and there like live might not exist in five years, this and that. But I think that ultimately we were, would you say we were on the right side of this? I I feel like we, we weren't totally wrong.
1: 1 million percent. I'm going to go scrub all our old podcasts for when we talked about this and discuss like, hey, this is going to take it over. And this is going to end up being like they can make just a mega tour with the absolute best players. And the biggest winner here for 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 golf is other than the game of golf in general is all the fans. We are all as fans, media, whatever. We are the biggest winners of all of this, because on a day, uh, ironically, yesterday was the longest day in golf, all the U.S. Open qualifiers, all the live players that aren't going to play in the U.S. Open that are better than half of these random dudes that showed up to, you know, a local club and shot 64. Uh, dude fucking out here, one-handed chipping, I saw, um, <laughs> who ends up shooting like 62 and qualifying. Like, the all the, the biggest winner for this is all of us and watching it. And like, Uh, Byung Hung and tweeted, I'm guessing the live teams were struggling to get sponsors and the PGA tour couldn't turn down the money win win for both tours, but it's a big lose for
0: those who defended the tour for the last PGA tour for the last two years. 1000%. That's uh, that's kind of the boat that uh, a lot of people are in today, defending the PGA tour. And now they really don't have a leg to stand on, unfortunately. And I, I want to pick your brain on where this puts Jay Monahan, because honestly, let's be real here until this whole live thing, most golf fans really didn't know who Jay Monahan was. He was kind of a dude in the shadows, uh, kind of in the background. You know, he really wasn't up front and center like Roger Goodell is or Adam Silver is or anything like that because the PJ tour had been the same for 60 years you know it was ran the exact same way they had all the same tour events they did all the same things but now he's at the front and center of the sports world like he's going to be talked about across literally every sports network today even news network because this this crossed the line between like sports and like morality in general which everybody's just I hate to say it but you're a, a phony if you're like the morality of of this and not rooting for the live tour because where their money comes from, like the PJ tours, money hasn't come from there. Like the DP world tour money hasn't come from there. Like they've been doing this for years and years and it's now just finally coming to a head, but where does Jay Monahan rank as like the most wishy washy, like corrupt commissioners in sports? Like he's gotta be right near the top now. Oh, he is number one uh, of a major American
1: sports that we all talk about. And this is from like this right here from Dylan Wu, who's a PGA Tour player. Uh, tell me why Jay Monahan basically just got a promotion to CEO of all of golf in the world by going back on everything he said for the past two years. This the hypocrisy wish golf worked like that. I guess money always wins at PGA Tour and he he threads that tweet with can also say i love phil mickelson and everything he said the past 2 years has been spot on he went up in flames in media because of brutal honesty and now everyone's finally realizing he was right and the pga tour does whatever they feel like
0: 1000% dude it's
1: it's just like uh, i'm still like buzzing because we don't know the other thing is we don't know what this looks like obviously moving forward this is this live unhinged reaction to the amazing professional golf that we're going to have for the time to come. But everything golf does now, all this news is not going to be something that is, is some, it's not going to be something that's not talked about. Everything like golf has just revolted itself. You know, COVID when you could only play golf and so many people were playing golf and everybody cared about watching golf and it was the only live sports on TV for a couple of months. Now it's re, it's revolted itself to back to a thing that even casual people talk about. And Phil Mickelson, I guess, Sunday of the PGA Championship, he has a quote that said, "I know some things that others don't," and so once again. Phil Mickelson was spot on good. and the victory lap that he's going to be able to do. I, I, I think he's only tweeted something like today was a good day. Yeah. Um, like I, I just, the he's, he is the one holding the cigar in his mouth, just absolutely throwing himself a party for what he said the last couple of years. And it's like when you just get, he's been so vindicated uh, for, for opening his mouth and everybody hated him.
0: Um, and now it's just, I I think Phil will go down as like a golf pioneer. Like, I know this sounds crazy, but 20, 30, 40 years from now, everybody is going to remember him as the dude who changed the game of golf and being the right, like, if we're getting down to like the tiger, Phil, you know, Tiger took one side, Phil took the other side. And let's be real here, like, Tiger and Phil are in two different financial positions. And, you know, the old, old saying, money talks, bullshit walks type of thing. Like, Phil went where the money was, but I also think he was willing to take the heat like he has for the last year um, in order to change the game for the better. And now we see where it's come to. And like you said, he is more vindicated than anybody because he was the dude that stuck his neck out. That was kind of the face when Tiger reportedly turned down somewhere in the $700 million range to go to the live tour. Tiger did not take that. Phil Phil probably took, what, three, somewhere in the three, $400 million range. Um, and he actually tweeted the other day, I'm almost a billionaire now. So Phil – let's be real and saying that Phil has greatly benefited from this. Like no questions asked, but he is, he is the dude who took the jump and willingly put himself out there to, to get ridiculed the way he has. And ultimately he's, I, I think anybody logically speaking will say he came out on the right side of this, like whether you like it or not, whether you, want to hate him for it, whatever. And then on top of it, like he's actually played some good golf. Like that's what we're all forgetting here is like the quality of golf being played on the live tour has been actually very good. And that was a lot of what, uh, what the questions were with, you know, do any of the live players care anymore? Because they, you know, all these contracts are somewhat guaranteed to a certain extent. It's like, yeah, I mean, you look at guys in the NFL, and you're still playing for that next contract. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, these guys are still going to play their asses off. And Phil backing it up with coming in second at the Masters this year. You have Brooks contending at the Masters, um, ultimately not winning, but then coming back and winning the PGA Championship. Like, I think a lot of the, the live tour guys proved proved the PGA Tour truthers wrong on this. Yeah, well,
1: it's just it's an insane day for uh, the world of professional golf in general. It's a great day for us as the fans. We no longer have to talk about the competition. Now the, the focus moves to how great these events are going to be moving forward. Uh, the, the amount of competition that's going to be in all these events is going to be basically uh, it's going to be almost like a major every weekend. And it, it'll be interesting to see what aspects are taken from each tour and created into this one main tour, or maybe they still roll, you know, the three separate tours for a while and just allow anybody to play here and there um, and have the events. But I like, I even wonder like the PGA tour sponsors, which they were already losing a ton of them week to week, uh, year to year, you know, there was three or four events. We talked about this on big drive energy a couple weeks ago. Uh, There's already three or four events that are looking for new sponsors and certain sponsors that wouldn't, the PGA tour wouldn't go with Raytheon because of uh, where some of their loyalties lie and where they sell some of their technology to. And now it's just all, it's all a thing of the past. It's, it's all a in brand the, it's new, all in the open now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everything is wide open. There's, there's no more secrets. And like I referenced earlier, there's actually uh, a tweet from somebody in golf that was like, uh, did the DOJ investigators, like the the, fe- the federal government, did they start looking into the PGA Tour and like really didn't like what they saw from, you know, and they're probably giving these guys a heads up like, hey, if, if you want this aired publicly, it's going to look really bad on you guys. So that could have been um, one of the reasons why the PGA tour ultimately decided to to lay down and let R- live just rub its belly. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's ultimately making them a bunch of money um, just kind of like, like we've talked about in succession, like the, the Roy. That's exactly family, where,
1: that's exactly where my mind's going.
0: Like Yeah. The Roy, the Roy family made a bunch of money. That doesn't mean they were happy about it, but at some point you got to give in, you know, like it's, like we said at the very beginning, it's, it's all about money. These guys are all looking out for their best interests and well, besides some of the PGA tour players that, uh, you know, stuck with, and, and that's the thing is like, I think if anything, this makes that everybody, every single golfer realize that they're a pawn in this business. They're just a cog in the system. Like they don't mean more that the PGA tour doesn't need any single one of them. You know what I mean? They, they need, everybody as a whole, but they don't need any single one player. And they're just all realizing now that like, Oh shit, I need to look out what's best for me. And that's just coming to light now, which is it. It's insane, man. Like, uh, and now Scott Van Pelt tweeting, you preach loyalty to a tour and convince guys not to take eight, nine figure deals uh, based in part on that loyalty. Uh, And then you go find, then those guys find out on Twitter you took the very same money. Um, it's the ultimate hypocrisy by the PGA Tour, uh, but I can't see we didn't. I, I can't say we didn't see this
1: coming. Yeah, we, we saw it coming. The golf world and us as fans and media are going to benefit from it. And I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this turns into. We appreciate you all tuning in uh, for us with this live breaking news show. Maybe the biggest news in golf in decades, honestly, uh, for what it means for the PGA Tour, the, the Live Tour and the DP World Tour and golf as a whole, professional golf as a whole moving forward. It's going to be incredible. Um, and we appreciate you guys tuning in, tune in to big drive energy weekly. We're recording later today. That pod will be out tomorrow. I'm sure we'll maybe touch on that a little bit more today. If we get any more information before we record, um, but make sure you're tuning in, following us on all the social medias. I am at big drive Spence. He is at big drive, Mitch at big drive energy on Twitter, big drive energy pod on the Instagram. We will talk to y'all tomorrow.
0: And go check out Pins and Aces if you haven't already. Use our code BDE to get 15% at checkout. Yeah, baby. BDE, pinsandaces.com.
1: They are the best, best golf brand in the world. We are out of here. Thank you guys for all tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Excited for the future and what's to come.